back to Ladies Elite for December 3rd, 2011, and this is episode 42. This is the podcast where we talk all things video games. I'm Kim. I'm Stephanie. And today we're welcoming Jocelyn in our guest chair. Um, You may also know her as um, Twitter and forums as GIS Gamer. Um, Welcome to the show. Yay. Hi, girls. Hi. Hello. Very excited. Oh, we're excited Yay. to have you here. We're, you are Absolutely. a huge, huge supporter of Frog Pants, and, you know, it was like, ah, obvious choice here. Absolutely. Aww, thank you so much. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, of course, you know, you have the, the tag of GIS Gamer, and I bet you st- at least half of the people, if not, I would say 70% of the people, don't even know what GIS is. Oh, I know. Everyone (laughs) asks me that. And most people are like, GIS Gamer? What is GIS? I don't get it. (laughs) See, it just happens that we both work in the same industry. I work on the actual um, software side where I actually create GIS software for the people, and you actually use the GIS software. So, (laughs) So if you want to tell us the origins of your name and um, kind of about you a little bit and your gaming and what you like to play and a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, Well, GIS is Geographic Information System, so I pretty much make maps. Um, And I'm also awful at making usernames, so I just kind of went, job, and what I like to do, there we go. I'm awful, too. I'm like, okay, my name. Yeah, so I didn't want to be like something, something, like 529 or something, so I thought, I looked up GIS Gamer, and I was like, yay, no one has it. Perfect. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I pretty much work, and then I play games, and I was a strictly PC and Nintendo girl for the longest time, and I just got my Xbox this past March, so... nice. Yeah, I've graduated to, like, real console games. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't it feel like you're a (laughs) grown-up? Did you spring for the Kinect? I did not spring for the Kinect. I'm not a big fan of motion control, so (laughs) I like to push buttons and be lazy on my couch. Well, and I think the only thing Kinect that I've liked for it so far is the dance games. The dance games are a blast with them. Exactly. But everything else, I'm like, yeah, not so much. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking I might pick it up once I get a little more titles on there, but for right now, I don't have that kind of money. Yeah, but... I mean, it is, it's a, it's a different experience being on consoles versus the PC. What are you playing Skyrim on? I'm playing that on my Xbox. Oh, are you? Okay. I am, yeah. Um, I was going to get it on PC, but then I, yeah, I just decided I wanted the whole controller and Xbox experience, but yeah, I'm kind of regretting that now because the load times <laughs> are just killer. Oh, really? So my was, load times aren't that bad. Oh, they're so, like, I can... I'm playing along and then I like open a door and I can actually like get up and get a drink and come back and it's still loading and (laughs) And I tweeted about it and Scott was like, oh, it's instant on the PC. I was like, right, jerk. (laughs) You suck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, plus they have odds for it on the PC too. Yeah. The consoles. Oh, that (laughs) I am disappointed about videos of them. And you know, everyone's posting pictures like, oh, I love the, my little pony mod. And I was like, I want my horse to look like that. (laughs) Well, and they have mods like to help you with your crafting, which that mm-hmm. would be awesome. I mean, just discovering 
the, well, actually, let me go back. So um, today we are discussing more Skyrim. <laughs> we just jumped right into <laughs> we, Skyrim. We did, and I'm sorry about that. But yeah, um, we are talking more Skyrim. It's just such a big game that one it one episode huge. just did not cover it. And plus, the last time we talked about it, I think me and Steph were only like level five or something. And we were mm-hmm. we were just barely into it. I'm, I'm only level 14 right now. It's not like I've gone <laughs> that much further, but um, I've been doing a lot of crafting and stuff. Um, we're also going to talk about Zelda, um, Catherine, um, Mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed, and then a a bunch of little miscellaneous games that we've been playing. So with that, let's go ahead and get into Skyrim. Um, like, you know, I'm playing it on the PS3 and my load times, they're not instantaneous, but they're not as bad as it seems like the Xbox is because, but there's certain areas, certain areas I have to wait a little while. Other ones, it takes maybe 10 seconds. To go, mm. I wish mine that. was that fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm on. The, I'm on the PC, so it is pretty much instantaneous. Yeah. So, are you Sorry. running it on um, boot camp or how are you? Yes, boot okay. Camp. Alrighty. Yeah. I, I I didn't think they had a Mac version of this. No, sadly not. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> that's a bummer. It is. So yeah, I've so been. So what doing... are you guys playing? What like what are your characters? Um, Oh, I'm that, dying to know. Mine's that B one. <laughs> I can't. What What is the B one? It Benton? starts with a bet. Yeah, a Benton. <laughs> oh, it's like B one. I'm picturing somebody in like yellow and black clothes or something. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I couldn't think <laughs> of this last time either. It's a Benton. Yes, and um, okay. she's a a warrior. I decided to go with a warrior because it was just easier than managing all those spells. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's. I haven't, and I've heard other people complain about, you know, oh, I've got a million spells, and um, Strumpet had posted something, and um, she was talking about, well, gosh, you know, it's so difficult to change all these spells, and on the on the keyboard, you've got some hotkeys, don't you, that you can you can map them to? That's the plan, but it never actually comes out that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> I stick with the, my one rotation, and it just works. It absolutely works. Well, and yeah, and I'm going through, I'm, I'm still bringing up my destruction and my healing mm-hmm. spells just so they don't fall way far behind. But um, I'm, I really like the warrior and I've got my two hand up to like level 30, no, level 50 now. It's, it's Ooh, up to level 50. That's good. So, that's good. I mean, I'm chopping things and I've got some awesome <laughs> ending moves. Boom, boom, you know, it's really cool. <laughs> what are you playing, Justin? Uh, my character is a high elf, which I kind of wish she wasn't because apparently oh. everyone in Skyrim hates them. <laughs> so every time I walk into like a city or something, they all just start yelling at me and saying mean things. I get the same thing. I get the same thing because mine's a high elf too. Ah. Like, what was it for those dang elves? I'm like, whoa, whoa, look who you're talking to here. <laughs> I, know, I keep doing nice things. Like I always try to play on the good side when I play games. Mm-hmm, so yeah. I mean like I'm helping people and I'm doing good stuff and you know, I don't kill a lot of people. And yet they still hate me and it's just it's so mean. Oh, that sucks. But it, do you, did you ever walk through the town and people are looking at you and they're all like, wow, I don't mean to be mean, but you look sick. Oh, you look like hell. <laughs> I'm going through this town. No one's ever said that to me. Oh my gosh. I'm going through this town and everyone's telling me how disgusting I look and how sick I look and, oh, stay away from me. And I'm like, but I don't, I don't feel sick. Nothing's happening. Well, then I was wandering around and I found this healer out in the middle of nowhere. And she's like, I can heal your sickness. And I'm like, 
Oh, I'm sick. I was going to say, <laughs> did you have a disease or something? Like, did you check your active effects and stuff? I don't know. Apparently I had something <laughs> because she healed me and nobody says that to me anymore. So obviously I had something going on. <laughs> I just, I didn't know. And I kept wondering, God, these people are mean. Why are they just telling me this? I don't really look sick, do I? Or I thought, well, maybe it's just my skin color or something. I don't know. <laughs> it was if you're not ignored, they just don't like you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's true that if you're uh, if you're out killing animals, particularly animals, that you can get infected with something, yeah. and it doesn't show up on your UI unless, like uh, like Jocelyn said, if you pull up your your um, it would actually be under magic, uh, yeah, your active effects. Side. And then it'll show you everything that's applying to you, and you can actually see if you have a disease. But you can just go to a shrine and uh, take the blessing, like any shrine, pretty much, and uh, that'll remove your diseases, too. Well, but I guess I, I get didn't it realize I because have a disease. I'm a werewolf, <laughs> and I never uh. get rested. Like, every time I go to sleep, I don't get the rested effect. Oh, really? So mine is, like, zero all the time. So I always get that. They're like, wow, you look really tired. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm a werewolf. I don't get sick. Did you? <laughs> what do I care? Did you buy your house? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm ready to buy my second house actually right now. Nice. I mm -hmm. love having a house. That is the best thing. And you have a husband too, don't you? I have a husband too, Farkas, uh, oh, who's one of the companions. Yeah. Yeah, totally hot. He is totally hot. <laughs> And here's the best thing. I totally recommend getting married. Uh, like, just pick a guy. Well, I picked the companions. Well, obviously, because he's, uh, you know, he's a warrior. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I felt close to them since they were one of the first storylines that I did. So as soon as I finished the companion storyline um, and I was wearing the amulet of uh, Mara, uh, <laughs> he just turned right to me and he says... I can't believe you haven't been uh, spoken for yet. And I'm like, eh, are you interested? This is literally, I'm going to tell you exactly the, the courtship. I said, uh, yeah, are you interested? He goes, I'm not going to lie. I am. Are you interested in me? I said, I'm not going to lie. I am. <laughs> we got married the next day. <laughs> so he totally moves into my house because, he, you know, you talk to him. He actually, like, bolts for the door as soon as you finish the marriage ceremony. I had to, like, run him down. Wait! <laughs> where are you going? It's time to consummate. He goes, so where do you want to live? You want to live with me? And I'm like, hey, let's live in my house. So now he's a house husband. Every time I come home, he's cooking. He's stirring the pot, cooking <gasps> in the kitchen. And uh, he says, uh, he always greets me with, it's nice to see you, my dear. Or, yes, my love. Oh, <laughs> I my get totally God. Used to that. Love it. Wow. And uh, he gives me money. Uh, I say, uh, hey, did you make any money today? He goes, yeah, here's your share. <laughs> and he gives me like a thousand gold. I'm like, cha-ching. I am so getting a husband. Oh, my God. Yeah, totally get a husband. Absolutely get a husband. See, I went through the entire Thieves Guild quest, and there was this, this guy that goes through the quest with you, and I'm like, I know I have to get married in this game, so I am totally marrying this thief guy. And then Absolutely. at the end of the quest, it's like, you can't marry the thief guy. I'm like, what? Because <sighs> they go up, there's this whole, like, thing about how like you're not supposed to there's like fraternizing in the guild or some something oh, and, oh, that's and I was cool. like oh man but I put in so much time with you <laughs> that sucks it was so disappointing oh man yeah. so did I you find somebody else to marry <laughs> no yeah, no not yet I'm still a little hurt from that you know <laughs> <laughs> your heart's just a a pound in there and broken. Yep. Yeah. It's going to take me some time to get over it. I wonder if there's a potion you can make for that. 
I'm sure there oh, is. There, there better well, be. There, I, there probably is in some PC mod. The strategy guide has a complete list of every person that you can marry, like male or female, where they are, and what you need to do to get them to respond to you. So, oh, totally worth it. Maybe I just haven't done the right thing yet, but he won't talk to me anymore. Oh, that's <laughs> he just keeps saying he's too busy and he has important things to do and walks away, so... <laughs> So can um, girls marry girls and boys marry boys? Absolutely. They don't I think care. so, yeah. Nice. That's, that's amazing. I'm surprised. I'm, well, Bethesda, though, they're pretty, they're pretty liberal yeah, in their thinking. games. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. So you're liking it a lot, Steph? Absolutely. So totally what's the, it. what do you find different between this and Fallout? Because you didn't like Fallout. No, I did not like Fallout. Uh, one, I did not like the graphics in Fallout, uh, particularly the person. Like, I thought, well, and it, to be fair, I played it on the PS3, not on a computer. Um, but I thought the graphics were very blocky, particularly when looking at a person. Like, the gear was fine, but if you were actually looking at it, particularly your own character moving, I thought it looked so clunky and not natural. Yeah, it was an and old engine. Even with Fallout Vegas, <laughs> they used the old engine for that, so... Yeah, I can see that. And I and just like this and just like Fallout in Skyrim, you get overburdened very quickly. Um, you know, because I'm not putting a lot of points into stamina, which helps you carry more. Uh, I just tend to pick up a lot of stuff, and I carry a lot of stuff, so I get overburdened a lot. And in Fallout, that just pretty meant pretty much meant you either walk really slow or you drop something. And with the ability to ride a horse, I'm not encumbered. So, and, and uh, this is a little trick, I don't know if it works on every console, but on the PC it works, where if you, even if you're overburdened, as soon as you get on your horse, you can fast travel. You can't fast travel walking if you're overburdened, but if you're on your horse, you can. So I don't have to sit and run back to town, I just say fast travel, and I'm there. Oh, that's a good thing. I, I haven't tried that. I, ne I guess yeah. I never even assumed that you could fast travel on your horse, so I, right. ne I never even tried it. <laughs> I, I found that if I'm just standing there obviously it says you can't fast travel but then as soon as I mount up it doesn't even hesitate it's like oh okay let's go wow. so uh, so yeah. what ha I mean my horse never seems to be around and all of a sudden I'll, I'll port to some place or fast travel to mm -hmm. some place and my freaking horse is there and I'm like where did you come from <laughs> is there a way yes. to call your horse no not yet maybe there's a mod for it and I hope there is but if you go to a town that has a stable, that yeah, that's where your horse will always be. Okay. Um, it will be in, in the stables. Well, but, still, but if you fast travel to like in the middle of nowhere, boop, your horse will be there. Okay. Because I'm like, where the hell is my horse? My horse is <laughs> never around. And the same with the stupid companions. The mm, companions yeah. piss me <laughs> off a ton. Not only are they whiny babies, because they're always like saying, ow, ow, you know, because you accidentally hit them and stuff. But they also get in your way. You know, you go mm -hmm. into like a little alcove and they stand right in the doorway <laughs> yes. and you're trying to go through them. And I'm like, um, excuse me. <laughs> I have to jump excuse over them. <laughs> and they just look at you like, what? Are you going to hit me again? And then they're like, ow, God, ow. I'm like, shut <laughs> up. God. But then, then they die too easy too. And Fallout, the companions don't die. They just, you know, like get pass out and 
get hit and stuff. My, I, I, I take very good care of uh, Lydia. She does not die. Yeah, Lydia died. Often. I, I just let her go. I'm like, screw it. You've died too many times. <laughs> I don't like I got so annoyed with her. I just sent her home. There was like an option to just say, yeah. go wait for me at home. And so she did. And I haven't seen her since. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I went and hired what's her name out of the um, place in uh, White Horse, the, the bow. Um, the boar, where you can buy bows and arrows. Oh, sure, yeah. The she's drunken. She's just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The drunk yeah, yeah, yeah. huntsman or drunken huntsman. That that chick is in there. I went and bought her services and said, "Yeah, you're my <laughs> companion now," because it's always it's nicer to have one around, especially when you're fighting dragons. Which oh yes, for this is this is a little complaint of mine. Dragons seem to be too easy to kill. After I got I, past about level ten, I found mm-hmm. they were so easy to kill. Yeah. I'm, I'm I have a, a hard disappointed. time getting them out of the sky. Like, if they're just flying around, uh, I have difficulty uh-huh. getting them down. <laughs> sometimes I do, like I want sometimes them to come down. Come down so I can kill you. You know what? I Like, if I'm in a little town, I have that trouble. But if I'm out in the open, it doesn't seem to be a problem. But, I mean... It, it could just be the, the bug that I'm experiencing, which includes dragons flying backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and they were supposed to fix that this week, weren't they? Yeah, they were supposed to, and and as soon as the story released, that's when I saw them. I had not seen them previous, but as soon as the story came out, oh, we're going to fix this. Um, Yeah, now I'm experiencing it. (laughs) So what level are you, Jocelyn? I'm at level 20 now. Oh, cool. Excellent. And but, what uh, are you I a had magician? to put it aside for a while to play Zelda, so uh, I'm not uh, a, I, I wish I could play Skyrim like ten hours a day. I just I yeah, exactly. Oh well, so you were high elf, but what are you? Uh, like an archer well, or a thief? Or? I'm kind of doing the the one handed sword with the one hand of magic. So oh, very cool. That that seems yeah. like a good combination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have, uh, I find I don't use the sword too, too often. I mostly use my magic. So I have the, um, I think it's the warrior stone or warrior blessing or whatever it is. Because you don't actually like pick what your character is in this in this one, which is so much better than Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just have like the warrior blessing on. So I learn my, my sword skills 20% faster. And so even though I don't use it that much, it's leveling up really quickly. So it's working out pretty well. Oh, Have you guys put idea. any time into uh, pickpocketing? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> no, but my friend, um, he keeps writing me these emails telling me, oh, I'm level 80 now and my, my sneak and my pickpocket are up to 95. He said that's, he, he went this entire game and with his sneak and his pickpocket and his um, daggers. So he said that he can one-shot a mammoth. Boom. And just wow. kill it. Sneak up on it. Boom. I wish kill I it. could do that. I was like, wow. But I, I sneak I decided everywhere. To, yes. I and just I walk around everybody and I'm sneaking now. the whole time. Yeah. And I think my sneak's up to 70 something, I think. Nice. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Wow. That's good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to work on my sneak because I like sneaking. It's fun. I, it really is a lot of fun. But I haven't put much time into it. I do like the way that... The more you use a skill, the more um, the the more it levels, which is really yes. cool because then you know what you do from how you play is how it will level, and you don't have to actually worry so much about oh I'm putting this point here, or, I'm putting this point here. Um, mm-hmm. It really and then going and talking to people and and getting trained and there's books. The leveling system on this is really nice. I like it. 
Yeah, me too. I really didn't like in Oblivion that if you chose to be a certain type of character, then like if you leveled your two-handed instead of your one-handed, then your actual level wouldn't go up. So uh, I like it so much better now in, in this one. Yeah, this is, this is cool. Okay, what, is, what has been the funniest kill that you've done so far? Because hmm. <laughs> I've got a good one. <laughs> I don't think I have any funny ones. I got some cool, you know, two-handed sword moves, but I don't think I have any funny ones. No, like, ha- have you actually taken a contract or something to kill someone that you've gotten an assignment and it turned out oh, funny? Oh, no, I haven't. I, I mean, I've, I've had some, but they haven't turned out funny. They're just, you know, go kill this person. <laughs> what do you I know? haven't done so any kill people contracts yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the Dark Brotherhood. And right. I did that. I started that quest line because I wanted the horse, Shadowmere. Because uh, he, he's given to you, like, three quarters of the way through the oh, thing. nice. So, uh, so one of the contracts that you get is to assassinate this woman on her wedding day. And at first I felt bad, you know. Oh, I'm going to kill her on her wedding day. And, she, and, and I met her, too. She was nice. She was nice. But I still had to kill her. So uh, there's different ways, right? Because you get bonus if you kill her while she's addressing the crowd. Because she's, she, oh, no. she's the cousin of the emperor, right? So <laughs> there's various ways to do it. I picked the best one. So I, I uh, snuck above her uh, on the balcony, and I pushed a statue on her head. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as I pushed the statue, I popped an invisibility potion, and I just walked out of town. Like, nice. no bounty no guards were after me. Nothing. It was sweet. Oh man, doesn't that make you feel good when you when you pull off something like that? Yeah, you're just like yes. yes. When I can get out without the guards getting on me, that's awesome. I rock at this. <laughs> so, how are you guys doing with your crafting? What What is your favorite crafting? I focus a lot on alchemy. Yeah, me too. But that's not necessarily my favorite. Uh, I'm trying to get my smithing up so I can make the cool weapons. But uh, I'm kind of stuck on enchanting now because you, ha- you need better crystals, better soul gems to make better enchantments. And I, I got to focus on that, like getting better soul gems. So I, that's I, what haven't, I'm I haven't done enchanting at all yet. Um, have you guys went and um, did the logs? So you go to one of the mills and you pull the log off and you put it in. You go through the saw and it goes through the sawmill. <laughs> you you rode a log through a sawmill. No, That's awesome. no, you don't. You just go. You go to like the one of the ones. It's um, a mill, a wood, you know, mm-hmm. a sawmill, and you can go to the log pile and pull a log off, and it goes into the little carrier. And you go start the saw, and it goes through the saw, and that's all it is. I mean, it's so stupid, but it's it's like wow, I can do that. That's <laughs> and then you cool. go, then you can go chop the wood and sell the wood. Yeah, that's actually a good. Uh, return on that sale. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I had like. So there is a point to it. It's not just <laughs> you're a lumber guy now. No, no. If you, you take it to an innkeeper, they pay you for it. Yeah, like fifty gold for like nine pieces of wood. Yeah, mm, I mean it. Sweet. It was good. Yeah, I was like, wow, okay. And dragon bones sell very. Those are. I like. They're the so heavy though. Uh, that's, know, why right? give it, that's why you That's why you give them to your companion because I don't have like fifteen weight left in my like my ability to carry. So oh, I give that right? all to my companion. My companion holds <laughs> all my heavy stuff. So everything I don't need on me, I give to my companion, and she carries everything for me. And then when I go to sell it, I'm just like, hey, give me my stuff back. I get it all back and sell it. 
Give me your best impression of what she says when you ask her to carry something. Because <laughs> that's the best line. Oh, Lydia? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, Lydia. Goes, oh, I'm sworn to carry your burdens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, gee, thanks a lot. But actually, I give a lot of stuff to her. That's why she's still alive. I give spare armor to her and stuff that I loot. So she's got a, you know, she has a nice sword. She has a, you know, elvish, uh, actually she has an orcish shield now. She has really good armor. So she stays alive a lot now. Yeah, dumb bitch. <laughs> she just kept dying on me. So I just let her die. I went and got someone else. Has your horse died? Every time my horse dies, I restart because I don't like losing my horse. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> and I'm seeing. I hate I don't that you spend can't fight thousand. from your horse. <laughs> right? Like things, started, things start attacking you and you have to wait, get off, and then you know, run around your horse because it's always in the way because it's trying to help you fight. And usually by the time I get to whatever's attacking, then my horse is dead. And I'm just like, oh, I, oh, I, I spent so much money on you and now I have to go buy a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying to buy a new house uh, in uh, Windhelm, I think it is. Um, but that town is a dump. I love the house because it's Why do you want to live there? (laughs) (laughs) Well, because if I get that house, I get the alchemy lab and the enchanter's table. Like, you can't put an enchanter's table in the the small house that you get in Whiterun. So this house is, like, massive. But, oh, side story, it was also the scene of a lot of brutal murders and... Getting people getting chopped up, <laughs> so there's like blood stains Did on the floor. Did you chop a lot of people up? <laughs> I, I found a murderer. I caught a murderer. He was uh, chopping up women and uh, well, more than just women, but he was uh, uh, he was crazy. So, <laughs> so I caught him, and I got the key to the house, so I can store stuff there, even though it's not technically mine yet. Uh, but uh, I want the house because it's massive. But that town's a dump. It's windy and snowy, and there's like the it's degraded. And that is that's cool. the one that has the water in the middle of it. Is and no, because it's all frozen. I'm oh just... well, I thought there was one that was windy, and it starts. I thought that was the one that was windy and cold, and but it had that little pond in the middle or some water, and that water looked freezing. And I'm like, God, why would anybody want this here? This is awful. Exactly. Is that Winterhold, the one with the Mages College or whatever it's called now? That's the one like way up in the north. That's yeah. That's this one's uh, more south Um, because the one where the college there's only like three buildings in the whole town besides the college. I was like, whatever. Now this is the one where they when you go there and and the guy actually gets right in my face and you're like, oh, you one of those elf lovers. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you better shut your mouth. But yeah, that's the one where if you if you hang around long enough, you can solve a mystery where there's just dead women every time you go there. I'm like, dang, another one? <laughs> oh yeah. I wa oh, so that's the murderer guy. Cause yeah, I walked into the town and it was just like somebody died right in front of me, and then everyone's yes. like, oh, just look away, look away, nothing to see here. I'm like, what? There's a dead lady right there. Right there. That's the one. <laughs> That's you can get the big house, but yeah, like I said, there's blood stains. How much stuff does the big house cost? Twenty five thousand. Ah, well, you can actually make money pretty quickly in this game, but I tend to spend it all on training. So, it's actually, pickpocket. Ooh, uh, very lucrative. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta start doing that. Now, 
oh, I'm, I'm leaving today to go up to Queensland. <laughs> and so I'm going to be gone this entire week. And I'm like, oh, I just want to play. And that's why I'm excited about the um, PlayStation Vita. And I know this game won't be on it, but hopefully someday, you know, they'll be able to port cool games to it other than just mm. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Did you know that someone has uh, has taken all the books in the game and uh, they're going to put them up on an app so that you can read them? Oh yeah, I think <laughs> it's already I think it's already done. I think you can get it for the iPad. Wow. Yeah. Cuz I mean, if I had the time, I'd like to read some of them cuz some of them are kind of interesting, but uh, yeah, so we actually just exported all that text. I'm always That's wondering if I'm going to get an achievement. I read every book I can. I'm like, eventually I'm so going to get I. an achievement out of this. <laughs> I'm going to get an achievement out of reading these books. <laughs> I don't know if I, I ever will. I just open them all to the first page to see if it gives me any points for like any up, yes. ups any of my skills. And yes. then if it doesn't, I'm like, screw you, book. I'm done with you. Because they, they're way a pound. And when you're, over, when you're close to your limit, I'm dropping books. <laughs> oh yeah, I never pick up books. I'm like, whatever. I don't need. I don't need books in my in my bag. I don't keep <laughs> that, anything. That book learning stuff. <laughs> I don't need I was to learn. my house with them. I was putting them on my uh, bookshelves, <laughs> so that my bookshelves aren't <laughs> empty. <laughs> it's nice to talk to people about this because you know, like um, Stephanie, you were saying, there's the social aspect. This feels like an MMO, but you don't have that social as- aspect. Exactly. Uh, yeah. That's the one thing I miss about this game is it's a really cool game all by itself, but I feel like I'm playing in a vacuum. Like, I, I, I can't share cool things with somebody when it just happened. Like, oh, my God, you got to come here and see this, blah, blah. I, I just can't share that with people until we actually get talking in a different setting. Yeah. And that's what I miss. I, yeah, I can, I can totally see that. Because it is a lot like, you know, uh, a fantasy MMO and that, that part, the social part is really a lot of fun. It, I don't think it detracts from the game. It's more just not being able to share it. Kind right. of sucks. Could, could you imagine if this was more like Borderlands, where you joined in or Ralph joined in, and then we all just went out questing together? Oh, if they had a co-op, that would be cool. Oh, that would be so awesome. That would be cool. <laughs> Maybe someday. But you're on it. Everyone's on different platforms, too. So, mm-hmm. nah. Okay, so probably enough talk about Skyrim. I'm sure we could go on for... There's never enough talk Exactly. Skyrim. We could go on for hours and hours on this on this game. It, this game, you know, and I, I feel kind of bad because, um, you know, I did read a post by one of my friends this week, and she was like, you know, all the things that we had complained about, you know, she was like, well, I don't like this and this and this. And, you know, I feel bad that there's so many people who love this. And then those people who don't like it, you know, they're almost ostracized. You don't like Skyrim. I can't believe that, you know, and it's, you know, not every game is for everyone, but I, this game has a lot of walking around. Mm -hmm. I think that throws some people off is all the walking around you have to do. I don't mind it, but that's been the I biggest complaint I've heard. Well, you know what? But I don't ride my horse that much because I'm picking flowers. I'm constantly picking flowers. And you can't pick flowers from your horse. That sucks. I mean, I can bend down off a horse and pick a flower. What? That's not a big deal. A pony, maybe. I was going to say, I would pay to see a video of that. <laughs> Like dangling from the I've got like long chimpanzee arms. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we will we will end our Skyrim talk. Um, 
Not that we want to, but you know, yeah. we have, we we'll have other there. good games to be talking about. And, um, one of them I'm really excited to hear about is Zelda. I really want to play this game, but I just can't right now because I don't have a console to play it on. So, Jocelyn, we would love to hear your your thoughts on it. It's okay. Uh, I should probably okay. I should preface this by saying probably every game reviewer out there is going to disagree with me. But like, I'm a huge, huge Zelda fangirl. Like, I have a Zelda tattoo. Like, I've always played nice. Nintendo. I've bought consoles just to play Zelda. So, <laughs> I think my uh, my expectations for this game might have been a little bit high. Oops. And I also I'm not a big um, like spoiler person. Like I try to not read reviews ahead of time and you know not see any trailers stuff like that. So you know my expectations were huge. So then the little things that I had heard were like oh the graphics are amazing and the this that and the other thing and I, so I I got the game. I was up at like seven o'clock in the morning waiting in <laughs> line in front of the store and you know got the collector's dish and everything else. And I popped it in. And I was like what the heck is wrong with my TV? <laughs> <laughs> I just I not find good. Graphics so awful. Aww. Like it just the edges are all blocky. It, it Pardon me. What platform do you have it for? Well, uh, the, Wii. It the, the Wii. Wii. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's, the Wii uh, doesn't have that great of graphics to begin with. Yeah. So and I didn't have the component cable, so I was like, okay, I'm not going to judge. I'm just going to, oh, okay, you know, right. go to the okay. store and I'm going to get the new cable and and see what happens. And then so I hooked up the new cable and it looked exactly the same. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> so, but I mean, I'm getting into it now, and I think I've played about ten hours, so I'm not that far in. But I find I can't like I'm I'm not a fan of motion control, so mm. I can't play for more than you know two or three hours at a time. So I've only sat down and played it, I guess, three or four times. And my, my marathon was last night, and that was three hours, because I knew I'd have to talk about it today. So <laughs> yeah. I keep playing it for like 45 minutes, and then I'm like, oh, back to Skyrim. <laughs> I, actually, I've heard uh, quite a few people say they were disappointed in it. They didn't not like it, but they were disappointed in it. They, you yeah. know, they think maybe Ocarina of Time um, is is a much better game or... Oh, it's so much better. And I find, and this might just be because I'm playing it at the same time as Skyrim, but the world is really, really small, and <laughs> you're really directed in the way that you have to go. Like, whether it's because, you know, it's not open to you yet because you don't have the proper equipment or whatever, but, you know, there's kind of only one way you can go. And even within, within like, the world, there's only three places to go, and then plus Skyloft. But, you know, like, there's no water world, and the water levels are always my favorite. And so I just, yeah, a little bit disappointed. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, that is yeah. a bummer. That is a bummer. But, the, I mean, there are some good things about it. Like, the, the storyline, the Zelda and Link, like, relationship is really built up well. So I'm, I am enjoying that. And, you know, when, when they see each other, you really get the, oh, yay, I'm so glad you're here <laughs> feeling. It, it gives you, like, warm fuzzies. Oh, nice. That's nice. Yeah, so, so I am liking their story. That's a, that's okay, but so what's your uh, favorite Zelda game? Oh, Ocarina of Time, obviously. Ah, good. Ah. <laughs> okay, well, besides that one, what's your next favorite one? <laughs> Probably Majora's Mask, which I know a lot of people wouldn't agree with me on, but oh, wow. I really liked the the seventy two hour to complete the game thing and how you kept having to reset and go back and. 
Yeah, I I loved that game. Wow, I've yeah. actually played both of them through about five times. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I always liked um, A Link to the Past. That one was always one of my favorites. Yeah. I didn't mind Wind Waker either. That one was pretty... Actually, all of them up until now, I've been pretty happy with. And, you know, maybe I just need to get further into this one. I, I have a friend who's playing at the same time kind of concurrently with me, but he's a little further than I am. He's about one temple ahead of me. So he keeps saying, oh, just keep going. It gets better. It gets better. <laughs> well, but do you think the motion control also is like deterring you because I would hate that I really don't want the motion control I really think that that probably plays a big part because it's the first Zelda game that I've played with motion control because mm -hmm. when Twilight Princess came out I didn't have the Wii yet so I just got it for GameCube so I played that one same thing with the buttons and everything else and you know it was fine so it could be the motion control thing ah uh, maybe hmm, hmm. And it's not bad motion control. Like, I still find, like, I struggle with the sword sometimes. And, like, I know where I want it to go. And I'm swinging my arm that way. But it doesn't just quite do it properly. So if it was a button, it would be perfect. Right? <laughs> I'm pushing X. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's and a bummer. I you, if you, if you um, like Z-Target in the old Zelda games, that was the way you got to do like all your fancy moves and you know everything else. But if you Z-Target in this game, then like your enemy knows what you're going to do. So it takes forever oh. to kill something because they're just like block, 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 block. <laughs> so if you don't target them and you just kind of run around and hack and slash at them, then, then they die so much faster. Oh, that's so it's kind of counterintuitive. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm about to do my special move. Don't watch. <laughs> Don't watch. Close your eyes real Blah. quick. Close your eyes. Okay. Now look. Wow. Cut your head off. Yeah. I was just in front of you, but I'm going to sneak around behind you and you'll never see it coming. <laughs> no, but, I mean, it is, it's okay. It's, it's definitely... Um, I have a couple of friends that when I'm done with my copy, I'm going to send it to them so they don't have to buy it. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, so um, we do a, a buy, rent, or leave on the show. So what would your vote on, on Zelda be? Definitely rent. Rent. Ah. Well, I'm going to take that advice. Although I'm not sure, I'm sure we can rent video games here. I just haven't gone and looked at that yet. So, <laughs> well, thank you for that. I know that all of us were excited to hear it. And I, I don't think I've heard, I didn't think you said anything different than anyone else did. That they're just kind of disappointed with it. And I think because the Zelda name has such high expectations that, mm -hmm. you know, it's got to be good or people are going to be like, yeah, whatever. Well, and they spent so much time on it, too. And it just seems like we waited for it for so long and then it just didn't live up to what I thought it should be. Yeah, that's... That's a bummer, because that always, it's like the Mario games, you know, you're always like, yay, Mario, and then you're like, oh, okay, well, that one was, that was just okay. <laughs> and I think it's a like, lot of people must be looking at it as, like, it's a Wii game, and so we don't kind of judge it on the same level as, say, a Skyrim or an Assassin's Creed or, you know, anything else on any of the other platforms, because it's mm -hmm. on the Wii, so there's, like, lowered expectations anyways. Yeah. So I right. think that's where all the, like, 95 out of 100 ratings are coming from, or it has to be, because there's no way I would rate it that high. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think they're looking at it as a Wii game that you use motion control. This is what we think of it. Mm -hmm. yep. Yes, I think so. And Steph, you got to play a 
uh, a Crassin's Creed, the <laughs> Assassin's Creed Revelations, and how I how did you find it. that? Well, as a fan of the previous ones, uh, this was just like coming home. It was uh, it was very nice to come back and play as Enzio uh, again. Um, if you remember how the previous uh, game ended, nope. uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. <laughs> well, the story follows... It, it ended by me um, <laughs> taking that game back to GameStop and trading it in on something else. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> so the game follows uh, Desmond Miles in the year 2012, so just next year. Uh, and he's he was a normal, everyday guy, bartender, and uh, he got kidnapped and put into this machine called an Animus, where he can, the premise is that your ancestors' memories are encoded in your DNA. And this machine allows you to travel back and experience what your ancestors did as you're, you know, you can see what they did. So uh, he goes back as two people, uh, his uh, 15th and 16th century ancestor Enzio and the uh, Crusader era, which would be like 11th, 12th century, uh, Altair, who uh, were both assassins. So uh, the main storyline is that there's this apocalypse that's supposed to happen in 2012 and uh, everyone's trying to find pieces of the Apple of Eden. And at the end of the last game, Desmond finds it in, in 2012. Uh, he finds it, and he comes in contact with these people, the people who came before. That's pretty much what they're called. And one of them takes possession of him and actually stabs one of his Scooby-Doo gang, uh, Lucy. <laughs> and then he falls into a coma. So burp, that was how the last one ended. And uh, now you start with uh, Desmond essentially in a coma, and they have to put him back into the machine to help. Uh, the Animus is going to help decipher his memories from the other two identities. Otherwise, he'll, he'll die. So you're put back as Enzio, and, uh, you know, boop, yeah, you're going forward. But it's like uh, he's much older now. He's like, uh, he's like uh, late 40s, early 50s. He's getting on in time, so so he, he's got his his he's got a gray beard. You know, you're used to him being young and hot. And now he's he's kind of like, uh, you know, he's like uh, George Clooney. Distinguished. <laughs> he's distinguished, right? Oh, but he's still got an eye for the ladies. Don't don't let that. Uh, get. <laughs> he's hitting on girls within like the first minute, and uh, and I love it that it's set in uh, Constantinople, right? And with literally within like two minutes of landing, somebody says Istanbul, and then I have the song in my head. Istanbul's Istanbul. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every but, time I hear that, I, I, I sing that song to myself as well. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the gameplay is, is pretty much the same. You know, you're, you're back to, uh, you know, uh, 15th century parkour where you're scaling the walls and uh, taking out guards. And I, it, it, I, I, it sounds bad to say it, but it felt like home stabbing somebody in the throat. And, uh, you know... <laughs> Whipping those knives around, it was pretty. It was like, ah, I'm home again. Something yeah, you so. don't hear every day, just normal <laughs> conversation. Ah, oh, I felt at home, just stabbing people in the neck. <laughs> so they do introduce some new uh, weapons for him. Uh, he does get this hook that comes into play later, but they also give you the ability to make bombs, uh, like distraction bombs and fire bombs and explosions and stuff like that. And uh, 
and you also get later on in the game kind of like tower defense because it's you versus the opposing forces and you essentially have to build like a like a defense of you know your brotherhood and they just say, send waves and waves of uh, soldiers at you and you have to <laughs> defend your your position so it, it, that's a different aspect some people like it some people don't I, that's kind of cool that they're keeping it in check did you make a you blood know, bomb a blo- not yet. I have the parts for it, but I haven't found the need for it yet. <laughs> I saw it. I saw a video. <laughs> I saw a video where someone made a, a um, goat's blood bomb, and it's used mm-hmm. for distraction. You know, so he mm-hmm. threw it over um, the top, but it actually landed within his little mob of nuns that he was sending in, <laughs> and the blood splattered all over the nuns. And you know, they're and so he's just walking away with the nuns, and they're just all covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that is just wrong. That is yeah, just that's totally wrong. wrong. <laughs> and I think I think my Enzo is uh, rusty because his <laughs> his pickpocketing is very bad. Uh, like every uh, he gets caught like eighty percent of the time, and then the people turn on him. They're like, "Hey!" And all the people start rushing at me. I'm like, "Whoa, whoa!" Oh, I gotta run, <laughs> like gotta scoot run. out of there. <laughs> you need to get better, skill up, or something. But yeah, it wasn't. He's not. He doesn't have the hands anymore. <laughs> And um, there's one more weapon in there, the grappling hook or some kind of hook? Yeah, he, when he lands in uh, Constantinople, he hooks up with a brotherhood pod, if you will. And uh, yeah, he, he, they give him a new weapon, which is kind of like a hook that lends, it, it makes climbing walls easier, but it also lets you use like zip lines and stuff like that. And, and you can actually kind of hook around someone's uh, like collar and flip over them. To like get get away from them quickly, oh, so nice. it's kind of handy. Justin, have you ever played the Assassin's Creed games? I played the very first one. Um, my boyfriend at the time had it on a PlayStation, so I uh, used to steal it from him and play it all the time. But uh, <laughs> I haven't played any of the. I just got the Xbox, so I haven't played any of them yet. But it's on my list. Sweet. Yeah. Well, the last one was the first. The last game was the first one to introduce multiplayer. And I really enjoyed their multiplayer because imagine being dropped into a marketplace with, you know, literally like, you know, a hundred people milling around and you have to find your target and they all look normal. Like, who's your target? And people are after you at the same time. Like, you have to watch your back and kind of scoot around and it's, it's real-time people trying to, trying to assassinate you and trying to get to the target first. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah that awesome. was really cool. <laughs> and as you level up, you can get different disguises and, and different abilities, uh, which also makes it harder for, you know, assassins to get you. So I really enjoyed the multiplayer from the last one. I haven't had a chance to do it on this one, but so it, what's, was, it was very sweet. What's your verdict? Oh, it's, it's a definite buy for me. And it's, uh, it's getting, uh, like, the prices are lower. So it, I last saw it for 42 So maybe when it gets closer to Christmas... It'll get a little cheaper. Wow, that's, I mean, this just came out, and it's already down to 42 I guess it's yeah, just and they the have said holiday. They're going to make another one. Uh, they're going to release another one next year, too. Wow. They're mm-hmm. really kicking butt. Maybe, do you think um, you would want to see a reboot of, of this kind of thing, or maybe just a whole new storyline? Well, they're going to have to do a new storyline, because it's all based around... 2012, the end of 2012. So you can't continue that <laughs> because uh, yeah, it's uh, right around the corner. So yeah, they're just gonna have to pick a new storyline. But uh, I'd like to see them continue in the same vein. Yeah, 
something else to look for. Well, the last game that we're going to talk about is Catherine. And this is this is a little weird game. I've actually had this game for a while <laughs> um, since it came, it came out in July um, for um, U.S. And, but it was uh, released, I think, in February for um, the Japan market. And mm-hmm. um, this is actually a Japanese game, and they um, redid it for America as well. And Catherine, it's, it's a horror, puzzle, platformer, adventure, sex, adult-oriented <laughs> game. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a genre, but it pretty much explains it all. <laughs> so um, you're, it starts out, and you got Vincent. And Vincent is just a software programmer, 32 years old, you know, been dating the same girl for five years. Um, she's starting to push him to get married and get serious, you know, and she's your, uh, you know, professional 32-year-old woman, you know. Um, and he starts having these nightmares, and he goes to this club, and um, he meets this girl named Catherine with a C, and um, he ends up having... his girlfriend's name is... Catherine with a K. Catherine with a K. Yes. Okay. So Catherine with a C is, um, what, 22, young, um, you know, the, the somebody that he would want to just be with in the time, not, you know, it's not marriage material and stuff. So he's like got this conflict going inside of him. And there's really almost two distinct gameplays in this game. On one side, you have the puzzle part where um, it's, you're, you're climbing up blocks and the blocks move in different ways. And there's different um, traps within the blocks as you go through the game that get harder and harder. And so, you know, you're, you're climbing to the top of this little tower of brick or blocks, basically. And that's during your nightmares and stuff. And it's really cool because it's the same puzzle throughout the whole game, but it just starts getting a little more difficult and it, and it comes up with new ways to move the blocks. And you actually have boss fights where you're moving up the blocks and you have to go fast and they destroy blocks and put different obstacles in your way and things like that. On the other side is the more <laughs> role-playing game or adventure game. And um, Vincent goes to this bar and he meets up with his friends and he's able to talk with his friends and he's doing a lot of texting. So he's texting both, both Catherine and Catherine and his friends. And that's really where the game comes in on the social part or the adventure part where you have all these choices to make. Like Catherine with the C, the um, 22-year-old, will text him and say, hey, I want to send you a risque picture. Well, you have the choice to either accept that um, or tell her, no, 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 you know, I just, I can't do that. That's wrong. And so you make all these choices. And the ending is based off of all these choices you've made over the entirety of the game. And it's not just the big ones where you think it's right or wrong. It's even the little ones. They're taking, you know, cues from everything. And I think there's six different endings, maybe six or seven different endings. So that you have a lot of choices. Um, and our friend Liam O'Brien actually um, is one of the voices. It's the voice of his best friend in the game. And you, you talk with him a lot. And the guys are always telling him, oh, you should do this, you should do that. And then there's a little mini game within the game too, which is kind of a, it's called Rapunzel. And what you're doing is it's, a, it's the same kind of block type tower 
but it's more about the choices you make on it versus just getting up it as fast as you can. So it's different. So far, I've actually liked it a lot. There are um, tons and tons of cut scenes, but it's really, it's an anime um, game. It comes from Japan. The anime videos, cut scenes are just amazing. They're beautiful. Um, you know, it's totally the anime style. So if you like anime, you're going to like this game a lot. If you're over a certain age, <laughs> I, I wouldn't suggest this for kids at all. <laughs> Tell them not even to Google it. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, well, there is a pretty risque picture on on the cover of it. But it's weird because there's a lot of goat stuff in this. So he's what? got these goat horns on, and in his nightmares, he, he he stays at the goat bar. That's like his hangout. I It's, it's really, it's a weird game. It really is. But... <laughs> So far, the gameplay is a lot of fun. You know, going up the blocks and stuff, I've, I've liked it. And, you know, the um, social action interaction part is nice. It, it's kind of fun. So, I don't know. It's something to check out. Um, I don't know if I would recommend a buy at this time. Um, I would, there's a demo. You can, you can actually get a demo of it on, um, I know at least on PlayStation 3. Uh, maybe just for the PlayStation Plus people, I'm not sure, because I got PlayStation Plus, so I get you know those demos. But mm-hmm. um, and I'm not sure how much the demo would show you, but it, I would check it out at least, especially if you're a fan of anime. If you're a fan of anime, I would go for it. <laughs> I remember when this game was released, and uh, and I saw the cover, and my immediate thought was, this looks like porn. This looks like <laughs> anime porn. <laughs> And then I started reading the description, and I thought, this is anime <laughs> porn. And, but then it started getting, like, really good reviews, and I thought, oh, uh, is, are the people reviewing porn lovers? Is that it? But uh, they just kept talking about the puzzles, so maybe that's just a small aspect. It I, is. I, I don't know. It is. I mean, the, and it's really, there's, you know, of course, there's, like, the sex scene. It's not explicit or anything. But, you know, there's, like, them in bed together. But it's more about his struggle, you know, about, oh, my gosh, do I marry this woman that I've been with for five years and I love? Or, you know, and he's not really sure about that relationship. Or on the other hand, I've got this gorgeous woman who wants to have sex with me all the time and is flirting with me. And should I, you know, dump this other girl and go with her? And he's got a lot of emotional things going on and it's all about that struggle too so that's really the main story is the struggle within him and those are what's driving okay his i have to nightmares ask, as a woman were you even remotely tempted to do the affair because that's essentially what it is he's cheating on his girlfriend no were you even remotely tempted as a woman no i wasn't ah, see <laughs> <laughs> i knew it because as you're describing this game and you're giving the choices all i'm thinking of is what dude in his right mind is going to say, No, oh, don't send me a picture of you. A stranger who's 10 years younger than me wants to have sex with me? What should I do? <laughs> no, don't send me a risque picture of yourself. No, oh, please. Ew. Boobies? I don't want to see boobies. <laughs> <laughs> so I would imagine a woman versus a guy playing this game would get completely different results. I would like to see the, yeah, I would like to see kind of 
I, I know they don't have them, but like the stats of how the endings come out, because your your ending mm-hmm. is literally based on all these choices you're making on these texts throughout the game and, and, and talking right. with people in the bar. I really you're wonder. You're getting married. <laughs> you're getting married to that girl <laughs> as you play. I know you. <laughs> You're going to stick with your girlfriend. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I wonder how many girls playing the game end up marrying the girl or at least, um, you know, there's only one. I'm not going to spoil it if you want to go look at it. But there's <laughs> there's lots of different endings, you know, lots of them. And um, so I really wonder what the uh, breakdown of girls playing versus guy playing and the endings would be. That would be so fascinating to find out. Yeah, you should, uh, okay, you should play it so that he breaks up with his girlfriend and she hooks up with the best friend, Liam's character. (laughs) (laughs) I am so doing that. I am so doing that. (laughs) I think you'd be so much better with my friend. (laughs) (laughs) So am I the, well, that really wouldn't work because I'm like um, a guy. You're playing Vincent. So that means Vincent would break up with his long-term girlfriend of five years and he's mm-hmm. actually known her since, like, you know, like preschool or something. Or, and he would also dump the hot chick for his divorcee 32-year-old friend who's really kind of a loser. <laughs> now, I'm not thinking that's a good idea. Best no, ending I mean, ever. Send, his, send the girlfriend <laughs> to, uh, to the, the Liam's character. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's a good idea. Now, because he's a loser. <laughs> Liam's character is totally a, uh, he's a, he's oh, a loser. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't subject the girl to him. <laughs> Sorry, Liam. <laughs> so you, uh, you would recommend renting? Though. I would recommend renting, yeah. And it's on um, PS3 and 360, so I would recommend a, um, a rental. All righty, so that's done with our games. Um, our main games. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about this week. There are some the good games. games out there. Good games. So. Oh, yeah. Yay. All righty. So we're going to move on to our iPhones and bargain buys. And the first one I want to talk about is Temple Run for the iPad, iPhone. Have you guys played this? Mm-mm. What's it about? It's, it reminds me of Indiana Jones and Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> so what? you're this little dude. <laughs> And you start running along these like temple walls and you, um, when you want to turn, you swipe your finger one way and you turn and run that way. And if you want to go left, you swipe left and he goes that way. And if you want to jump over something, you swipe up and he jumps over something. Um, You can tilt the iPad and it will go and pick up coins on this side or that side. Um, and And then you just see how far you can go. And that's it. And then the more coins you get, you can go buy stuff in their store to like, you know, attract coins like a magnet or to make you run faster or to um, give you like an undo and things like that. And it's actually a lot of fun. It's it's free. So I would not hesitate to tell people, just go try it. It is it is a, a blast. But it, it really did remind me of a Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Indiana Jones type thing. But it, and it's all about just collecting coins and getting through it. Um, and if you, if you don't run fast enough, these big gray glob things eat you up, which is bad. Awesome. Yeah. So I would, I would go get that one. Um, Very cool. And I love hidden object games, so um, mm-hmm. I heard about this one, and now I'm, like, really intrigued. 
What is this crossword one? Yes, I found it uh, because it was, you know, a, a, like you said, a hidden object game, but they combined it with a crossword puzzle uh, game. So you can, you can try it for free. And the idea is that you're looking at a crossword puzzle and you, and you tap on, you know, say one down, and it'll give you a clue, and then you have to find that object in the picture. And, you know, you can't just be randomly cl clicking on stuff. You actually have to be on that clue and then click on the object that it's describing. And, uh, you know, they have, like, 50 levels. So oh. you can try, like, the first three for free. And then it's only $1.99 if you, if you want to buy the game. So I like it. I, I was intrigued by it. Yeah, I'm going to have to try that out because I like crosswords. And, of course, I love hidden objects. So mm -hmm. definitely going to have to try that. Do you, <laughs> so, yeah. do you play any of those kind of games, Jocelyn? I do. I don't mind hidden object games. I love crosswords. But it seems – wouldn't it be – too easy if you have all the like everything in the picture is also in the crossword wouldn't it be too easy to figure out it's surprising because the the clues on the crossword are not obvious you know they they try and maybe hide them in a rhyme or like a saying or just a, a, a kind of a like a generic description so um it would say something like um you know what was it something like a head missing its body and then you you look on the thing and it's 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 a bust, but it's a statue, and uh, you know you'd have to find oh. that in the in the picture. So it's not a a direct description. It's it's like a crossword where you have to figure out what the word is and then find it in the in the hidden object. Oh yeah, that sounds cool. And yeah, it's just so called the first hidden three... object crossword. Exactly. That's exactly what it's called. <laughs> hidden object crossword. <laughs> that, that's a and good game to get on a plane. The first three levels are easy, but uh, you know they get progressively harder. So. I'm gonna have to check that out, especially taking it on the plane. I got a three-hour plane ride today, so that'll be that'll be nice. I'm always trying to find games like that um, that right. I can play on my iPad. <laughs> and The Sims Medieval, still free. Um, it, so it's not the graphics aren't for the iPhone. They're, uh, I mean, not for the iPad, but the iPhone. So how does this? Have you? Do you have this game? Yes. And so I downloaded it when I got the alert that it was free because normally it's. It's a, it was a purchase, purchasable game. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, this weekend, like, starting on Friday, they, they made it free. Uh, and you, like most games, if you put it on your iPad, you can click the 2X button and it'll, you know, pixelate it bigger. But it's really designed for the iPhone. Um, but this game is actually a hoot. Is and it? I, if, you, if you have the chance, just download it because it is, it is really a lot of fun. So they took The Sims and they, you know, you like, make you you know, let you make your character. And then they throw you in a medieval town. And you get to do quests. Like, that was something you never got to do in The Sims. You either went to work and made babies and had affairs, whatever. Uh, in this one, you actually rooms. have, like, a storyline. And you have things to do. And, uh, you know, you fight people. And, and you make a guild. Uh, it, it's actually uh, very... The storyline's actually very, uh, you know, detailed. And you have the choice, you know, make your character an orphan, and then you can discover your 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 past, or you know, make her a warrior, and then you get to, you know, progress on that storyline. So, it's actually, I mean, there's still you know funny things to do, and you can still fight people and slap them and stuff like that. But uh, <laughs> so do you have and to they get still a talk job? in that same weird language. Uh, but uh, yeah, Simlish. it's free. <laughs> yeah, right. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm gonna get this. Is this like so? This is like um, Sim for Wow or Wow Sim. 
Yeah, something like that. <laughs> well, they I have the, like, uh, the PC version. Too. And the yes, PC version they, they, was really good, actually. But I don't yeah, know how that would translate exactly to the same. iPhone. It really it is the same game. Yeah. Is, is it the exact same game? Because I know um, oh, that other Sims game that they, they ported, I think it was the first Sims they ported. It wasn't the Sims the, 3. Yeah, it no. wasn't the yeah. full game. No, it wasn't. This feels like the full game, or at least, you know, 60, 70% of it, as much as they can fit on the. Nice. On the, you know, and, in the and file. It's free. <laughs> yeah. Yes, free and is it's free. good. <laughs> so if you're going to get it, get it now before they put the price back out. Cool. Well, Infinity so Blade 2, I've seen this and I've been wanting to get it, but I just don't want to pay that much for it because it's six ninety nine. Exactly. <laughs> and that seems so weird because we spend 60 bucks on a console I know. game. I know. Seven bucks? <laughs> what? I don't want to pay seven bucks for this game. <laughs> That's too expensive. <laughs> oh, but I have so many games on my iPad now that every day I have at least two to four updates on my iPad. I, know I never go a day without updates on my iPad. Did you play um, the um, Infinity Blade? Yes, the original I have. And, uh, and it's big. I mean, the first one was big. It was over a gig oh, wow. uh, on your machine. Wow. Yeah, it, was, it was huge. So I know this one's going to be even bigger. Uh, but I'm holding off on this one because as I was looking at the reviews, just tons and tons of people saying that on the original iPad, which is what I have, uh, it just crashes. Like, they, they download the, this gig file. You know, it takes them like 40 minutes to download. They, they boot up the game and just nothing but crash, 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 crash. So I would wait for a new patch to come out, you know, let them fix that, whatever problem it is. Because, you know, in their description, they tell you it'll run on the Touch and the 4 and the 4S and the iPad and the iPad 2. But all the feedback is saying not on the original iPad. There's something something wrong, a memory leak or something that's making the game crash. Hmm. So keep it in your radar. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. dying to play it, but I'm not going to... Yeah, I'm not well, going to throw money away until they fix it. You kind of wonder, too, <laughs> if they're having that much trouble when they put out the new patch, if they won't do a, a little special and say, okay, you know, we're going to lower the price here, you know, to right. see if everybody will will get back into it. So mm-hmm. I can see that happening. I'll just put that on my watch list. Yeah. That app. Yeah. yeah. That's what I do whenever <laughs> I see a game that I'm like, oh. Sure. Well, that's what um, Machina, Machinarium, Machinarium, is that how you say that? No, no. Which no. one? Um, the little robot dude, little um, puzzle robot machinarium. I can't say that. Oh, I remember that <laughs> one. We talked about that. Yeah. Oh my god! So I finished that on my because I I you know got an iPad too, and so I bought it because it's only for iPad two, and I bought mm-hmm. it and finished it. Um, and that was one of the ones I was like, as soon as I got my iPad two, I'm like, oh, I'm getting this game, and it was amazing <laughs> on the iPad. It was just great. But anyway, um. <laughs> and then we have um, Assassin's Creed, a real-time strategy card game. And this is this is online? Yeah. Well, this is for the iPad. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's called Assassin's Creed Reco- Recollection. And it's an actual card collection game where you build a deck and you can play against the computer or you can play against your friends. And uh, they give you the first deck for free and then you earn... Um, 
memory points essentially by winning games and then you get to to build uh, better cards like pick better cards mm. and uh, it's actually really cool it's actually it's a it's kind of like along the lines of uh, magic the gathering uh where you have your deck and then you put your cards out and they counter your cards uh, but it, it is actual real time i mean uh, and your cards have like a rest time so if you throw one out there it, you can't just keep putting it out you have to wait the rest time and then pull it back and put it out again so uh the the graphics are really gorgeous it's uh, 2.99 right now and if you purchase the game they also include a 20 minute video that tells the conclusion of Enzio's story from the Assassin's Creed storyline like what happened to him in the end that's that's, so, that's yeah. actually really cool if you know if you <laughs> if you've done played the games and you want to see you know the ending of it that's really cool yeah so, do, well, do you like the magic games um do you play those um either I'm, on I'm the online or good at them <laughs> but i'm intrigued now I, I think this will help me uh get into it you know learn strategies because they do have tutorials and they let you play against the computer you know but you can also play as your friends too so I'll jocelyn do you, do you have you ever played any card games I used to play Magic when I was younger. We used to have Magic parties. That's <laughs> yeah. I haven't played in a long, long time, but I think I still have my deck somewhere. Very cool. Well, you know, I might I have to play. get that. I, I, like, I like the idea. I used to play with my kids a lot. And mm-hmm. um, I know Ralph loves these kind of games. So yes, always yes. have someone to play with. <laughs> I imagine he already has ma- this. The matches are kind of short. It's the first one to 10 points. And you get, you know, ten. You get points by, you know, your card defeating another one, or actually just being out on the playing field when the turn happens. You know, because the turn's going to happen whether you put your card out or not. So you, you, that's that's actually kind of cool. And they have really nice music playing in the background, and they have a, you know, a timer thing to show you what your, you know, how much time you have left. So very cool. Cool. I, I recommend it. Awesome. So. Um, I, I guess I need to say congratulations to you guys, huh? On um, uh, congratulations the to the ingrates, the ingrates, ingrates, ingrates. I am like uh, the stupid lazy Australian language. <laughs> but you guys one shotted Lord Greenscale right after our episode. Exactly Yay. the very day that we recorded and said we were going to go after him. That very night we went in. And we actually had at least one person not even invent, like he had his headphones off because they kind of thought it would just be like a trial run. But uh, as it turned out, we did so well that we actually took him down in our very first attempt that night. And uh, that was huge for us, huge. Uh, so we're, we're actually going after him again tonight. So oh, congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. That <laughs> because awesome. he killing him is actually the last step in this epic storyline that you do to get a title you get the title lord of death or lady of death if you're a woman that's an awesome title (laughs) that is absolutely cool and so few people have it when you when you see people walking around with their titles up that that is not one that a lot of people have um lord of death which is so cool that's very (laughs) cool but uh only two people get that title per kill so even though there's 20 of us the the thing that you need to turn in to get the quest, only two of them drop from him. So 
<laughs> we kind of have to keep killing him so that more people can get the title. Oh, but, man. Uh, that it is, is a, oh, yeah, that is so cool. I want that yeah. title. I don't like wear it like on a badge or something, you know? Exactly. Lady of Death. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, he, he uh, every time he 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 he's dropped, he drops a legendary weapon. Uh, last time it was a um, a staff, uh, not a staff. Um, no, yeah, it was a staff, uh, a, man, a mage uh, sword. So Ooh. that was really cool. Yay! Um, and then you guys are. When does your Yule celebration start? Oh, it's right now. It's, yes, it's already it is. started. Yes, it has started right now. Uh, this is obviously since this Rift is a new game. This is the first time that they're doing it. So, you know, you have dailies to do, which are very, you know, harmless. Like it's actually kind of cool where you take candles out into the world and uh, light candles so that lost uh, travelers can get to the city, which is actually kind of cool. That's kind of nice. Uh, and every time you do these dailies, you get rewarded with. A little jingle bell, which will give you a gift, and the currency snowflakes, uh, and you turn the snowflakes in. And one of the things that you can get is this little corgi pet with a little red nose, like a Rudolph nose, and antlers. That and is it is the cutest thing ever. So freaking cute! Oh my god, that is so freaking cute. <laughs> and you can also get a reindeer mount. And uh, one of the I'm kind of guilty of this. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that you also get is a uh, buff food that will actually turn you into those things, either the reindeer or the dog uh, or a wisp. But we have found that the backwards animation for the reindeer uh, looks like he's trying to scratch his butt on something. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when it walks backwards, its butt is like riching in the air. And uh, yeah, we, we kind of have fun with that. Oh, that's so funny. That's <laughs> awesome, though, when they do things like that. <laughs> that freaking little corgi pet, I want. Yes, I want. it is 12 shades of adorable. Oh, and did I forget to mention it also urinates? It lifts its leg and pees. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That is Such so detail. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's so cool. <laughs> so yeah, the Yule celebration is going on right now, and uh, uh, it's a ton of fun. I I'm really enjoying it. The but reindeer, I, I the reindeer's a, a little creepy looking. In wow. Yeah, yeah, we got there's patch a new patch four dot three, and since none of us are playing, well, are you playing wow, Jocelyn? No, I actually I really wanted to get into wow, but it's. A little bit intimidating, so I actually <laughs> instead I'm waiting for Star Wars, and I'm going to start that ah, right on day one, and I'm going to be a Jedi. Yes. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it. So I don't think we can so, say much about Patch 4.3 other than, hey, it came out because <laughs> my computer's well, been down and haven't here's even what I do heard anything know, about right? it. <laughs> the the thing that they've put into this patch is the transformation, transmogrification. Uh, and I always think of Calvin and Hobbes when, when you use words like that, transmogrification. <laughs> Where's my box? Um, but but they, they've added the ability for you to convert your armor into an older armor set. And I know that when we were playing WoW, it was one of our biggest pet peeves that the coolest armor was always the older versions. The older stuff that came from you know, tier two, tier three, tier four. Uh, and, you know, now they're up to tier bajillion. So what this ability lets you do is 
make your character look like it's wearing that old armor, but you still have to go get it. So lots of people are running older dungeons to get those pieces so that they can make themselves look like that again. That and is really say, cool because there are some... Rift, they have wardrobe slots where you can, you know, just slide in pieces. <laughs> you don't yes. have to go out and, uh, you know, transmogrify anything. You can just wear it. Yeah, and, that... Oh. That is so awesome, and I wish, because I have um, my whole set of, I don't know, Tier 9 PvP gear. I think it's huh? Tier 9 or Tier 10. I'm not sure. And it's all black. You know, it's like this right. black leather, and you look all badass and stuff. And I'm always, I was always like, oh, I don't want to give this up because it's so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. So now, see, when I get my computer back, I will definitely <laughs> be transforming my, <laughs> my gear and making it look cooler. And I got um, those wings, the priest wings from, I think, um, the Outlands. Um, oh, right. God, where did they come from? Temple, Black Temple, I think. Um, so I got those. And... Those are awesome. I think they're shoulders, but they're the wings. You know, it looks so mm-hmm. cool. So I don't know if you need the full set to do it, or you can just do pieces. I have no idea. Oh. But uh, I know that that's... I hope it's not the full they... set, because I don't have the full set. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's like tier <laughs> tier 8 or something. Tier 8 rating, or P- PVE gear. I don't know, but... Oh, well, we'll see. Um, I hope everyone's enjoying the new patch. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, we just can't say anything about it right now. I feel bad. I was, like, going to go do some research, and I'm like, you know, I'm not even going to talk about it because I'm not playing it, so <laughs> I'll be just, like, reading it off of the web, basically, and I, you know, I want to do that, so we won't do that. Instead, I'm going to go have more sex. Oh, right. <laughs> You're a gay girl gamer, yeah? Yeah. We got this um, this tweet from um, a friend of ours. Let me just pull up his name here. I have it because I wanted to mention him. Let me see here. Crossley Color is his name. Mm-hmm. And um, he sent us a link from jacehallshow.com. And study shows that female gamers have more sex than non-gaming females. <laughs> not only that they are a lot more happy social and sexually physically active than non-gaming girls all right hmm <laughs> i'm looking at this and i'm like wow well i mean did they define a a gamer or you know what video games are playing what age are they looking at i sure hope they aren't looking at teenage girls here <laughs> Right. You know, it's like, what? (laughs) Yeah, let's hope they're above the age of consent. Uh, I would like to see, you know, the the data behind this. But basically, um, they did a survey on, um, and it was originally published in VentureBeat. And it um, also shows that online gaming is a way to relieve stress and connect with others socially. Well, duh. Um, Mm -hmm. And it says that... 38% 38% of gaming girls have sex at least once a week. Mm-hmm. And non-gaming girls have it 34%. No, that, that would be online. It, it, they, they differentiated between girl gamers that play online versus uh, not online. So I would essentially, I guess, uh, consoles, maybe? Yeah. Well, now up in the up in the thing, it says thirty eight percent of gamers have. 
um, sex once a week, and 34% of non-gaming girls have sex once a week. But it says non-online gamers in the little thing Oh, down, down there? Oh, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder <laughs> well, if they're... they it out down there. Data is... That's weird. Yeah. They've, then they're that's conflicting gotta, in this, in this I article. I want to see the raw data. Wow. <laughs> Apparently... They asked 2,000 people on an online survey, however accurate that is. And, uh, you know, th- apparently if you look at the age ranges, it's from 18 to 55 plus. So take that with a grain of salt. So some of these <laughs> just crack me up, these, um, yes. these statistics. So let me see here. <laughs> Female online gamers are older. So... By older, they mean 18 to 34, because that's the biggest range there. Right. What? (laughs) I mean, it's pretty much split there, and the highest one being 18 to 34. And we'll put this, I'll put this in the show notes, um, Mm -hmm. a link to this. Um, 35% live in the South, and the South is like you know, half the United States there. <laughs> yeah, according to their thing, everything from Texas to Maryland is the South. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I got that. Memo. Yeah, the purple comes all the way, almost all the way up to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me see here. Did you know you were in the South? Congratulations. <laughs> Apparently I live in the Southern U.S. <laughs> and some of these are so close that the margin of error just seems ridiculous. So let me see here. Watch TV. 74% um, watch TV. Oh, this is online. Or online. Oh, they watch TV online. I, no, this it's is gamers. Gamers do yeah. this. Okay. I don't know why they're breaking it down. They're saying these girls play online. And these girls don't play online, but yeah. they're both gamers. Both groups are gamers. That's weird. I, I don't know why you'd want to differentiate like that. And then this one, <laughs> games make her happy. 55% of female online gamers are happy. I'm, I'm wondering, why are they playing games then if playing games doesn't make them happy? <laughs> here's, my, here's my favorite um, two statistics that go together. The same percentage of women that said they have sex at least once a week that play uh, online <laughs> are, is the same percentage that have children under the age of 18. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently games lead to babies. Exactly. <laughs> I think we have our title. Games, video games lead to babies. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That, that is such an odd um, survey here it, it yeah. it's like full of stuff we don't care about at all but it's so funny that one this was really good <laughs> thank you so much um to our friend who sent that in to us um yeah, to andrew crossley did either one of you click on the link just before like just above the infographic there that says this may help explain the specifics <laughs> Oh, no. Hilarious. I don't know if you've ever seen it before, but oh my God, you have to watch that video. Oh, I'm Everyone gonna, should watch ooh, that video. I got to watch that. It's a YouTube video, so I don't want to play it right now because then everyone will hear it. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, it's hilarious. Oh, gosh. All righty. <laughs> well, moving on from, you know, all the sex that we're having. Um, oh, yeah. I'm surprised we have time for this this podcast, you know. It's women multitask. It was tight. It was tight. <laughs> Let me see here. Skyrim, Zelda, sex or podcast. Hmm. Hmm. For some reason, we all chose podcast. There's something wrong with right. it. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> we are. There is something wrong with us. Okay, so let's go on to our one email. We only got one. How come nobody's sending us emails? Send us emails. God. Emails. <laughs> um, this one says, hey, ladies, just wanted to say I love the show. Well, we love you, too. I have ninety. I have a 90-minute um, one-way commute to work. Holy crap. Oh, Ugh. Poor guy. <laughs> so I'm something of a podcast junkie. I started with Blue Please, and when I ran out of these episodes, I followed Terpster on Tippewa because I thought he was brilliant, and on an episode, he subbed for um, TB. Followed... The T and Nicole over Movielicious, and once I was up to date there, I started on Ladies Elite. Man, you picked some really good shows there. <laughs> I'm on episode 18 right now, I'm listening while I'm Minecraft, and something Stephanie said about WoW struck a chord with me. I started as a rogue in Vanilla, but when in BC hit, I rolled a druid. And that was all she wrote. Powered mm. him up to 70, PvP'd my butt off for gear back when resilience tanking was viable, and started tanking T4 content. Absolutely loved it. Side note, my finance, my finance, my fiance <laughs> wants me to farm the T4 PvP gear for transmog because that's what I'm ah. wearing when we first met. Oh, that's so cute. That's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> But when Wrath of the Lich King came along, there was absolutely zero leather tanking drops. You know that, don't mm-hmm. you, Steph? We were, we were raiding then, too. Yes. And you were like, you stopped, you stopped raiding on your druid because of that, didn't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think Blizzard seriously overreacted trying to gear up the DKs the same way they did with Horde Pallies in BC. You couldn't turn around without int plate dropping, which is absolutely. so funny because... It, like, stopped dropping altogether for a while. You, right. you just couldn't but, get it. But he's right. I mean, it was nothing but DK gear. Yeah. Just, ugh. You could not swing a dead cat without hitting that stuff. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's bad when you're a leather wearer. <laughs> Thank God there was hunter gear. There's always hunter gear. <laughs> yeah. It makes me wonder if this armor balancing problem was one of the contributing factors for monks wearing leather in MOP. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. Or if it was just the laziness of Blizzard not wanting to add <laughs> old melee cloth drops to old content. Hmm. Having monks add a monk's robes rubs the D&D nerd in me the wrong way. Which, you know, I can totally understand this. You know, there are, right. there are purists in lore. And not only mm-hmm. lore um, in the World of Warcraft world, but out there in all the other fantasy genres that tend to line up pretty good. I mean, there's, everyone has their own little twist and turns on it. But sure. I can definitely see where people would get, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I'm going to go back to listening now. I'm really enjoying listening to your insights on older titles that I have or haven't played and might pick up. I'm looking forward to getting to the more current episodes. Oh, and Stephanie, you're, you aren't the only altaholic out there. I'm up to 685 with the 84 close behind and some lobies. And my fiance has roughly the same. Wow. <laughs> Loktar, Cynthius, in a da 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 da, Argent Don US. <laughs> I don't know how to say any of that. So. <laughs> but this, this email really warms my heart that people are, are you know, still listening to our old episodes. And I kind of shudder to think, what did we say? <laughs> 
I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a little daunting to think. Oh my gosh, I oh, did we say something stupid? Nah, we wouldn't have done that. <laughs> we wouldn't have done that. <laughs> it, it, it was interesting when I was reading his email that you know he mentioned that he has six eighty fives. And, you know, I started down the same road in Rift. You know, I have three that are max level and two that are right behind. And I started to wonder why I have so many alts. Uh, and I think it has to do with the very mechanic of both of these games while in Rift, which is you get an instantaneous reward and reaction for leveling a character. It's, it's obvious, and if you put the effort into it, you know, you can actually see progress uh, in a very, you know, timely manner. Once you hit max level, that's when the grind starts, and that's when the fun goes out. Uh, it's fun to actually level and see your character get better gear and, you know, to, to you know, get your character up to where he's actually doing some serious damage or serious healing, whatever. But once you hit max level, the only thing that's left to do is grind rep or start raiding. But to raid, you also have to grind rep. And that's what totally kills it for me. When you log in and all you have to do is do dailies on multiple characters, that is not fun. It is not fun at all. So then what do you do? You start another alt because that's fun. Getting your little character from 1 to 10 in a day or getting them, you know, getting your alt all geared up from your from your sugar daddy, you know, giving them gear and giving them pain. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> Once you hit max level, it stops being fun. Yeah, I can, I, yeah, I totally, totally agree with you. And that's why so many people, there are so many altaholics because they get addicted to, to that leveling and that seeing that little bar go up, you know, I mean, it's, it's with any game, but with wow, it never stops. There's no end to wow. So the next best thing is instead of, you know, it's like starting over the game, you're, but you're starting it off with a new character. So, you know, it's, it's replay value. <laughs> <laughs> How many also did you have, Jocelyn? I don't play. She didn't play wow. Ah, at all? In Star no, Wars, though, you just wait. Star Wars, though, <laughs> She's yeah. going to have 40 oh, yeah. million. <laughs> you know, AIE's playing the opposite side. So, I know. But, I mean, AIE has, um, they have those co, not, they're not called co-guilds. What are they called? Where you're actually like, um, you have a adversary on the other side that is a, like, brother guild to you. And we actually have those kind of guilds. Brian Brushwood has one, and there's another one um, that we have. So even if you want to play Jedi, you can still play with AIE people, sort of. You know, it's oh, well, that's like good because I was worried I wouldn't have anyone to play with. No, <laughs> no, there are plenty <laughs> like different sides of the same coin, that kind of thing. But you're on the same coin. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how it works. I'm sure if I go red up on it, I would know. But um, and I've gotten all the beta invites and testing invites, but I just haven't had time to play because Skyrim has been like calling my name. <laughs> um, but. I got all the beta invites too, but I decided I didn't want to spoil it, so yeah, I'm going to be there's that too. Star Wars oh, Virgin goodness. on the 20th. Star Wars Virgin. <laughs> so I, I think I will play this, because um, I am excited about another MMO. I kind of miss that, um, the social part of it. I've missed that 
for a while now. So I might, I might just play it. So um, coming up, we Star Wars may or may not be a game we play. Steph, why, why are you thinking you're not going to play it? Uh, time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is true. I mean, two MMOs. One MMO sucks your time. Two exactly. MMOs, you're a little nuts. Three MMOs, oh, my God. I mean, Just give it up. They're, yeah, yeah. You might as well quit your job. Might as well right. quit your job. Um, I'm not sure what else is coming out there. We've got the Christmas season coming, so mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be lots of new games. Uh, you know, I really want to get a DS because there's, you know, I can't find my DS, so I need to buy a new one. <laughs> and there's so many good games out there right now. There's the new Mario game. Um, oh, Mario Kart, right? It, no, no, no. A new Mario game, and it's kind of a throwback. Ralph talked about oh, it last week. Oh, yes, right, right, right. Um, there's a new Professor Layton I want to play. Um, you know, there's so much. And I'm going to, with traveling, it would be great to have that instead. But That's true. I don't know. I don't know. A- anything you're going to play, Jocelyn? I'm going to play Skyrim right up until Star Wars comes out. <laughs> and yeah! then I'm going to play Star Wars. Skyrim! <laughs> that's, that's actually probably what I'm going to do as well. Probably not what I'm going to do as well. But there is a new game called I Am Alive coming out. They said um, first quarter of 2012. And no. Uh, oh, did they push it back? Because it was quarter four of 2011. Um, oh, well, on the wiki it says um, Q1 2012. So they probably changed it. Yeah. Because well, that, this one, yeah, <laughs> this one does look pretty good. It's a post-apocalyptic. <laughs> post-apocalyptic. Um, yeah, it's after World War, worldwide. Cat- God, okay, I'm gonna start over here. One year after the event, a worldwide cataclysmic event that wiped out most of the human civilization. So basically, that's what it is. And a man struggles for survival as he tries to re- reunite with his long-lost wife and daughter. So sounds pretty cool, and it's got zombies and stuff in it. I mean, how can you I was go just wrong? going to say, are there zombies? <laughs> It is not. That's what makes this game different. Uh, no mutants, no zombies, no aliens, no bugs jumping out at you. It's just surviving with other humans. Uh, you know, like when, you know, if you watch any kind of post apocalyptic movie, people tend to degenerate into groups or gangs, essentially. And then that's what he's, he's working through, you know, in this. Um, you know, the, the cities have been destroyed and nobody really knows what happened. So he's trying to get to his family. Um, but obviously these people are stopping him and, uh, it's, it's, it's people, it's people against people. So, so um, that's what kind of makes it a little different. It, it has uses, an I am legend feel to it. Yeah. And it uses the splinter cell conviction engine. Is that, I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. play splinter cell. Is that, um, did that have a good look to it? I was not a Splinter Cell fan either. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but it's it's from Ubisoft who makes Assassin's Creed. Yeah. So yeah. combat's gonna be good. Well, this sounds <laughs> you know? like Fallout, basically. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it it sounds like Fallout, except for this is probably this is um, not as advanced as Fallout. Fallout, they've had many many years of rebuilding. Versus this sounds like it's still survival mode versus that. So, and it says. Um, because of the emphasis on extreme survival, gameplay is tough and unforgiving at times. 
Wow. Mm -hmm. um, retrace can be collected throughout the game by helping or rescuing victims and optional side quests. Huh, that sounds <laughs> interesting. It's different. Yeah. So that's, that's what's intriguing to me. It's not just another cookie cutter game out there. So. Well, we thank Jocelyn for being on our show with us Yay! this week. It's been, it really has been um, our pleasure to have you, and it's been a wonderful show with you. We thank you so much. Thank well, thanks you. for having me. I had an amazing time. This is so much fun. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, we are very glad you came, and, and thank you really from the bottom of our hearts. You were um, a, a nice addition to our guest chair. Yes. Um, we actually have guests lined up. Um, through the end of uh, January now, um, we've got Veronica Belmont coming on next week. We have, um, the end of the year, we're probably going to do a kind of mashup and we're going to ask people to send in submissions and things like that for us. Then, um, our first show back in January, um, we're going to have Renee Valentine from the Valentine podcast come join us. And then at the end of January, we've got Eileen Rivera from All About and Android and App Slappy. So I've got lots of, this is, I mean, I'm, I miss Nicole, but it's been nice yes. talking with some, you know, of our, of our friends and fans out there. It's really, it's really a good, nice pleasure. Mm -hmm. So Stephanie, can you tell everyone how to get hold of us? Absolutely. Well, please send us emails because we do love the emails. And you can send them to ladiesofleet at gmail.com. We also still have the call-in number. That's area code 623-252-4263. There's the website, of course, ladiesofleet.com. And we are also on Twitter, ladiesofleet. Uh, Kim is just Kim Molly, J-U-S-T-K-I-M-O-L-L-Y. Myself is X-I-A-X-I-A-N-1. Uh, Nicole is obviously Nicole Spag. And uh, that's it. Contact us. Yay, yay. <laughs> Alrighty, well, that wraps up our show. And um, happy holiday shopping for everyone, presents and yes. everything. Spend lots of money on me. And um, you can <laughs> send my presents to... <laughs> Okay, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But really, thank you guys for listening this year. It's been, it's been great. Lots, lots of changes in our in our year. But with that, we'll sign off. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs> I always love that you laugh at the end.